Well, the preseason's all wrapped up. We look ahead to two. We've seen at least some positives, a lot of negatives. But, you know, guys, one of the biggest things that we were looking at heading into this preseason was all the young quarterbacks, not just the rookies, but other young quarterbacks on top of that, how they were going to look in year two, what they were going to look like maybe with an upgraded offensive line. Of course, there was still Jordan Love, who's been in the league now four years, which is shocking to me, yet this guy still doesn't have that much NFL experience. You know, there were some good, there were some bad, but this was the first sample size of some quarterbacks where you're going, oh, my God, they got a long way to go. There's no question there were a few that looked that way. Yeah, and especially, like, even the guys that we're really excited for, right? I mean, I like C.J. Stroud coming out of Ohio State. Even though we kind of think we know what his ceiling is, I don't know that he's ever going to be an MVP winner, but he should be a solid NFL quarterback, but bad offensive line play. Then I was so excited to watch uh, Bryce against the Jets. But, man, in those couple series, he had no time in the pocket. Even when he was getting rid of the ball quickly, he was still getting hit. Mm-hmm. And uh, you got to worry because he's not the biggest guy, and the offensive line was really shaky. Anthony Richardson, another rookie, got off to a little bit of a slow start, throws a really bad interception, then kind of calmed down. I think he's going to be a project, but I think there's going to be some flashes of really good playmaking mil- play ability, and then there's going to be some bad as he learns an NFL offense. I, honestly, like yeah, I was only half joking where I think Aiden O'Connell was the best young quarterback that we saw <laughs> this weekend. He looked great in the Raiders' offense. Yeah, and I think the thing that's interesting, too, is you talk about like evaluating Bryce Young or thinking about how he did in preseason. It's like, I don't even know how bad that offensive line is going to be yet because the Jets' pass rush is so good. We know that it's really good. So I'm, I have a hard time. It's kind of like a incomplete C.J. Stroud, I think that offensive line is going to be really bad. You saw Will Levis struggle as well, which, you know, he's very uneasy in the pocket, which has been kind of the rip on him. Um, So what's going to happen with Tennessee and their quarterback situation? Is it just going to continue to be Tannehill? That's what it looks like like it's going to be. But I actually think Bryce Young is – I'm probably the most optimistic about uh, in terms of, like, rookie quarterback play for the year. There was a lot of poise from Bryce Young, and yeah, the uh, most bad teams are going to have bad offensive lines. Like that's just kind of the reality of being a young quarterback drafted by a bad team. You're going to have to deal with a bad offensive line. But I think it was the, I want to say it was like the second play of the game. I think it was second down, so it was the second play of like his first drive out there, and they came out in an empty formation, and it's just Bryce Young, and you had this situation where the Jets had this defensive line stunt that brought a ton of pressure. Like, they just knew. They were like, we're going after Bryce Young right off the bat here. He kind of went through his progressions quickly, found the read, and it was Adam Thielen, I think, that he found at that point. And he just looked... It was accurate. He looked poised. He understood what was coming, could see it, and still made the right play. And that is what makes a young quarterback, especially a rookie quarterback, successful right away is being able to see that, knowing that, hey, man, I'm not going to get the same protection that I got in college. And what's funny about that is, though, like Carolina's, one of their strengths on the offensive side of the ball is supposed to be their offensive line. So we'll see what that looks like. We don't want to overreact to one preseason game. We'll see more of Bryce, obviously, coming up here and then in the regular season. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, 4 of 6, 21 yards, small little sample size. 0 for 2, though, on third downs. Did take a sack, but was under pressure. What would you do with his props? Like, you look at 3,200 yards, minus 110 both ways. You look at his touchdowns, 21 and a half, minus 120 to the under. I feel like I would lean over even money for Bryce Young. I I mean, you know, you worry about injury, obviously, if this Mm -hmm. offensive line isn't able to protect him. But I think he's going to make every single start. I think he's going to have a pretty solid year. 
the question really comes down to whether or not they're going to how much they're going to run the ball, right? Yeah. Like if they're smart, you're going to put him in a position where he's not necessarily he can be more than a game manager early on, but you don't want to have to have him go out there throwing the ball 40 times a game. 32 or basically 3300 yards passing is not an outrageous number at all, especially for somebody that has the ability. And again, that that poise that you saw, that should make the coaching staff feel a lot better. The touchdowns are interesting. That that's a good number at 21 and a half. It's even money mm-hmm. to the over. I I lean over there only because of the fact that there's just going to be like if you're the Panthers you're going to kind of look at this and say you know what let's get out there put him in a position to be successful but also give him opportunities to go downfield to make some plays it's not going to be like an Anthony Richardson situation where you know he's going to run the ball a lot more that's not what Bryce Young does they've got guys in the backfield that they know that they can count on I think Adam Thielen is going to end up being a go-to target for for Bryce Young right like every young quarterback has to have their safety net Adam Thielen's going to end up being that guy for him so I would lean the over 21 and a half touchdowns but that is a really good number it's set at a good spot it's, yeah, it's a sharp number. So quarterbacks that were rookies that have had more than that that I find to be interesting and sort of a, a good comp for him to excel against. Mac Jones had 22 uh, his rookie year. Daniel Jones had 24 his rookie year. Dak Prescott, 23 his rookie year. These guys are in the top 10 in terms of rookie touchdown um <clears throat> touchdown completions for the year. Obviously, Justin Herbert was number one, 31 touchdowns, which I don't think he's going to come close to. But, yeah, I think he can get 22. If if Mac Jones and Daniel Jones can surpass that, then all that he needs is a decent uh, offensive line, and he should be able to do the same. He's yeah, a if, I'm looking at, if I'm looking at like all throw. the rookie quarterbacks and I'm looking at their prop, who I'd actually want to go over on, maybe you could look at yardage because you figure like a lot of these young mm-hmm. quarterbacks are going to be on bad teams. They're going to be playing from behind. They're going to be throwing the ball a lot in the second half of these games. Teams are going to be dropping back and prevent if they have two score, three score leads. I just I don't know how bad Carolina is going to be. I don't really know how bad um, you know Indianapolis is going to be. We figure Houston's going to be a little bit better. But it's tough, man. And then you brought up really quick uh, Will Levis. Malik Willis looks like a better quarterback than Will Levis. Malik Willis actually looked pretty good. He had 16 completions and 189 yards. Did throw a bad pick, but Will Levis, I am just not there with Will Levis. I feel like I'm the lowest on him out of all these rookies. I'd honestly say that just the fact that Malik Willis threw the ball 17 yeah. times is an accomplishment. I mean, he just he, he was benched in the preseason last year because he just wouldn't throw the football. Like, is this kid ever going to – are they going to have to move him to a different position at this point? So he looked a lot better from year one to year two. Only ran the ball three times for 22 yards. So it's like, okay, you can't take that away from him, but – there's there's a big jump there, and you you may look at this and say if if you're the Titans, you trade one of those guys. You think it ends up being Malik Willis, and then Will Levis is the guy that they keep around, and and with with Malik Willis having maybe more trade value out there. Yeah, I think the where are like you the, guys at with Kenny Pickett? Yeah, eighteen I'm, and a half touchdowns. So it's funny because like I was looking at the opposing schedule of pass defenses he was gonna see, and I was like, okay, this prop makes sense only being eighteen and a half because it's tough, obviously, in a loaded AFC. But, man, I mean, I know it was two drives, but that throw that he had to Pickens, I mean, I, I think he could throw 20 touchdown passes. They're I would go, go to Pickens probably, and, too. Good God. And I would go under on – see, like, 18 and a half sounds about right. I could see him being like a 19 touchdown, seven pick kind of guy. He only like had a seven game touchdowns manager. last year. Because they have two really good running backs, a decent offensive line. Um, I would rather go under on the interceptions at 11 and a half. I hate to use the term game manager, but I think that's what Kenny Pickett's yeah. going to be. But I would lean over on the touchdowns, over on the yards, but I think my favorite prop would go under 11 and a half picks for him this season. Kenny Pickett's going to be in a spot where the Steelers say, you know what, we don't... Like, 
We don't care whether you like the term game manager or not. We're going to run the football. We're going to do what we've done for a long time. Our defense is going to win us games. And when, when in doubt, throw the ball to George Pickens. Like, that's that's kind of where this is going to go for them. I, I just don't – I it's – Kenny Pickett will be a lot more comfortable in year two, but I just don't expect him being. I don't expect like one of those flashy types of seasons, or yeah. really somebody. And this is the this is a great quarterback versus a good quarterback to me. If you're down in the fourth quarter and the ball is in their hands, are you going to march down the field and lead a comeback? There are some quarterbacks that can do it, and there are some that can't. Where your team is in hamstrung, like a Desmond Ritter, where and maybe that changes. But Desmond Ritter, I mean, there's a reason why he's at 15 and a half touchdowns, right? And by the way, the over is even money there because you look at a team that's going to run the football a lot. I think the Steelers will do that to a point, not to the extreme probably the Falcons do, but that's going to limit some things where they're going to eat clock. They're going to try and just keep the defense or keep their you know offense on the field, long drives, and not turn the ball over and not worry about being down because it's going to be a lot harder for them to make comebacks for those. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I think I mean, the Steelers are going to be good, man. Me I think too. they're going to be good. It's hard to write Did off you see Tomlin, this? though, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. Did you see this uh, article about George Pickens where he the reason that he blocks so hard is because he's mad he doesn't get the ball every single play? <laughs> Whatever motivates you. Whatever puts that chip he on said, your I'm shoulder, big. take it. He said, "I'm big. I'm fast. Uh, low, low four four speed. I got you. Look at my size. You look at my frame. If I'm a coach, I just throw to me every time." <laughs> what receiver hasn't wanted the ball every single time? Here we go again. Remember when Keyshawn Johnson was a rookie and he wrote a book and it was called "Just Give Me the Damn Ball." That yeah. was great. Uh, you know, you know, you know what? You brought up really quick because you brought up Desmond Ritter, and you know how I feel about Atlanta this season. And that was like my big question mark. I don't know if I love Desmond Ritter, but I love all their running backs. I love obviously Drake London, Kyle Pitts. Don't love the defense, but they did kind of go out there and spend a bunch of money. I was looking at his yardage, right? So I would stay away from the touchdowns, 15 and a half, mm. even money to the over. But his yardage, so he started four games last season. He had 708 passing yards. Let's say that he just sticks around there. That's 177 per game. All he would need to do, play 15 games. He would still be able to miss two games. So I like the over on Desmond mm -hmm. Ritter passing yards. 177 yards passing per game with Drake London and Kyle Pitts seems very doable, even with that run game, and that's going to open up the play action. So as crazy as this sounds, I look at Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, Desmond Ritter, Jordan Love, C.J. Stroud. I think my favorite prop on this board would actually be the over on passing yards for Desmond Ritter. Well, when you have so many great runners, you 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 have to respect the run if you're any other defense. So that's just going to give even basic opportunities. Look, when you talk about those playmakers, you don't need Desmond Ritter going downfield. You can do what right. Justin Fields did. And you'd run a bunch of bubble screens. You got a bunch of short yardage situations, or you're running guys across the middle, quick little, you know, three, five yard routes, and that's it. And you just start marching down the field that way, get him in a rhythm and get him comfortable. You can start adding up the yards that way. He passes for 180 yards a game, and then you hit that. So, yeah, it's, it is a really low number. I'm actually surprised they put it that low, but it's. It's really going to be based on the fact that that run game first is going to have to open up the pass, which is kind of a classic Especially way that people have run offenses, you know? Well, but especially considering that you have Bijan and you have Cordero Patterson, who are guys that you could get out into the flat. You know, you can give them the ball in the backfield, pass them, to the, pass them the ball in the backfield, and then they could take that for 60, 70 yards a game. Like, that's what they do. Like the, That's the kind of running back that they that they are. So, yeah, I like that number. What do you guys think about Anthony Richardson's number at 25.99? I just don't know what he's going to be. Like, I like the rushing yards. I feel like I, I kind of like the under. Yeah, I mean... I just think, like, I'd rather do the, his rushing yards, which it looks like it's off the board right now where I was looking before. It was up, and now I don't see it. Uh, 
I think it was at like I want to say 600, 650. Yeah, was it somewhere around there? I just I just don't know what he's going to look like. Is he going to struggle? Is he going to be? Are they going to have him run the ball a lot? Is Jonathan Taylor actually going to come back? And are they going to end up running him thirty times a game? I just. It's just such a big question mark for me. You kind of think it could still be an under there. Like, if I had to lean one way, I would lean the under just because from what we've seen, not just from what we saw in the preseason, but what we saw in college with him. I mean, he was yeah. he's a run-first quarterback that's going to certainly develop into becoming a, a better thrower. But, look, he was 7-12 for 67 yards. It wasn't anything special. You see those high-level throws from him at times, right? The big arm, and you're yeah. like, oh. And then you see that interception off of his back foot in that game, and you go, oh, yeah, there's still that, too. High ceiling, but, like, there's a lot of room to grow for him. I think the main issue for me, like, tying up my money for the entire season, I have to trust the offensive system. So that's what scares me even a little bit about Bryce Young. Like, we saw shaky offensive line play. I just don't really know what to expect. Anthony Richardson, I know what the Shane Steichen look, offense looked like in Philadelphia. I don't know what it really looks like in Indianapolis, and everything was kind of vanilla. And he's obviously a huge project. Like, I know what the Matt LaFleur offense looks like, but I don't know what it looks like with Jordan Love as the quarterback. That's why I go to Desmond Ritter. I'm like, perfect offensive system. Even with Kenny Pickett, I like Pickett, but I don't like Matt Canada as a play caller. And I think they're going to run the ball a lot. So I guess that's my only thing with Richardson. I mean, you figure, we talk about the Colts being one of the worst teams in the league. Some people are a little bit higher on them. I think we as a show are pretty low on them. We yeah. talked about, we threw them out there as <laughs> maybe having the worst record. Oh, I bet right? that already. And I know Jonathan Taylor is going to show up now, but I mean, if it gets bad, like really, really bad, and they start off like 1-4, and 1-5, and five, and Richardson looks like he needs the game slowed down, needs to maybe sit, I could see him getting benched for a couple weeks for Gardner, mm-hmm. you know, and then coming back like week 10, week 11. Um, we've seen that with young quarterbacks before. So he's a stay away. But I would lean actually over on the yards. He looked – the interception was bad, but he calmed himself down after that. And mm-hmm. all the reports, like everything is that he's like the first dude in the film room, the last guy to leave, and he really wants to learn. And I think that that does matter. Like that was the good thing about Jalen. I thought Jalen's ceiling coming out of Oklahoma and Alabama was a little bit limited as a passer – but he put the work in. You'd see the videos. He's squatting like 5,000 pounds. His teammates are rallying around him, and he's putting in the work, studying defenses. And, you know, now he's a top five, top ten NFL quarterback. So maybe that is Anthony Richardson. I just can't get there with him. I think it it matters what the work ethic is, and that's what we saw from Lamar Jackson, too, from rookie year to MVP or the very next year. Didn't even put a lot on social media, but from all accounts, it was this guy works hard. And he's out there, and he's been working on his actual ability to be a quarterback every single day. And that's that's really what the difference is going to be. And, yeah, look, the ceiling can certainly be high for Anthony Richardson. But it's not going to happen right away, and it may take a couple of seasons. I mean, look at Justin Fields. We're heading into year yeah. three with Justin Fields, and we're still looking at somebody that's got what? I think is He's what he's like 2,800 is what his yards prop is. It's yeah. something along those lines. So you sit there and you go, we still don't know what type of downfield passer that he is, but they certainly look better. We talked about that, clearly what they look like on offense, but there's there's a lot of room to grow with a lot of these young quarterbacks without question. It's Ben MGM tonight.